I've, I don't know what I'm actually... I wish you could see Billy's little cute little head. She's a little There's cute a cute little head on the table right there. Yeah, the last victim. The original victim. Hmm. Diarrhea building. Ooh. The diarrhea building. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast, episode 307. A magnanimous step in the direction of infant. In, inf, infinite. Inf, infant. The magnine opus of Jar. The magnine opus of Jar. Hmm. Today, me, Jamie, joined by you, Alex. Me, Alex. And you, James. Me, James. My companions along the arduous road towards infinite. Jar Media Infinite. Before we get too deep into the show, I want to thank our nearly infinite patrons over mm. at patreon.com for their support in making this show possible, including the audio versions found on Spotify and Apple. Aww. Oh, a Billy little jump scare. Aww. Yeah, we'll do the patron names next episode. Um, how are we doing, fellas? Another day, another dollar, am another I right? Another day, another dollar. <laughs> it's officially like the first actual week into the year. Yeah. Mm. So how how do we feel having now approached and surpassed? Surpassed what? 2020. 2020. We're actually into 2023. Like, what's our feelings? What's our current projections of the year? It's it's just back into the, the hamster wheel of endless rotation. Mm. Yeah, we might we might be discussing hamsters a little bit later. Um, Just a little bit of uh, housekeeping I want to throw out there. First being, um, shout out to the Jarchive RSS feed. Check out those old episodes. Um, Also, uh, a Jarling has actually started a Jar Media Clips channel that I wanted to shout out. Uh, Ah. Just search Jar Media Clips. Um, Go and subscribe to that and check out their content. Yeah, messaging them, trying to figure out the best, the best approach to that. Shorts. Um, yeah, yeah, shorts may be the answer. Um, I don't know what I've written down. Jar swears for some reason. Um, jar swears. I guess it's because we're not allowed to swear anymore. Recently, YouTube's kind of like adjusted the policy so they're even more strict, and they kind of already were on language, which it sucks. Um, I would want to say, like, we just don't change anything, but the problem is, if your video gets flagged for anything, it, it like, murders it in the algorithm to such a degree where it's like, this is, like, it will actually, like, be half compared to what it, like, should be, um, Mm. if it gets, like, dinged for something, so, just crazy, so, if you hear random kind of noises or, uh, uh, little, little Cover, cover-ups. Cover-ups, that, that'll be why. Um, but real housekeeping because we didn't we didn't do this segment all the questions last episode because it was the the round off uh, mm. episode. Um, our summary, our wapped. Yeah, and speaking of, there were a couple of things that I was actually shocked that we forgot to mention. Just like mm. high uh, referenced. Just want to bring up my favorite TV show of the year, The Rehearsal. It was genuinely one of the most hilarious and thought provoking pieces of media I've ever seen. You would love this, Jim. Nathan Fielder's newest project 
where it's kind of the oh yeah 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 where it's yeah, just I taking that that crazy budget and like just like I, I don't even really want to describe anything about it more yeah. just like if you're a fan of nathan for you this is like taking it to the next level um and yeah it gets quite gets quite real um mm. Yeah, it's it's a really really ingenious like original thing I've never quite seen before. Um, and the nice guy said, "I'm surprised that Jim and Alex didn't talk about Better Call Saul." And that was a big one God, that yeah. we forgot to mention because that was yeah, that was definitely that was probably the best uh, the best show I saw last year in terms of yeah. like writing and like payoffs and yeah, just the way that all came <coughs> together. I feel like we mentioned it a couple times um, closer to when you finished yeah, it and yeah, when I finished, I finished it. it. But month or so yeah big shout out to that one um bravo vince said uh the showrunners of rings of power wrote the screenplay for star trek 4 before that movie got into development hell abrams being the current star trek shepherd must have liked it and now we have to pay the price so uh oh that's how they know or how jj knew them that is unfortunate huh um interesting one here from atomic catacombs Bit of a long one, but bear with me. Bear Bear First of all, Happy New Year. It's insane to think how I've been watching this podcast every week since the first episode in 2016. Six years. I wanted to ask slash talk about something that's been bothering me as of late. Something I can't seem to escape from on the internet, no matter how hard I, hard I try. And that's the use of the word content. How do you feel about the word? I've noticed you all use it a lot when talking about movies, TV, games, etc. It just feels like the onslaught of content is impossible to keep up with, as Alex put it in the episode, is exactly the reason why I personally refrain from calling movies, TV, games, music, and other forms of art content, because referring to all art as content, in my opinion, greatly takes away from the importance of engaging with said art. When you use a phrase propagated by large media corporations who purposefully devalue art to encourage shoveling the next thing down audiences' throats. What baffles me further is when people willingly refer to themselves as content creators. It just seems so dehumanizing. For example, I'm sure some people may think of something like the Jarcast as simply just content. Hell, that was even a community in-joke slash meme here where we'd all make up some you guys never said and because there are so many episodes that could be seen as disposable, it's impossible to fact check. However, there's truly an art to what you guys do, and I don't think that should ever be undercut by just referring to your work as surface-level content. Stuff like creating a healthy environment for yourselves and your viewers where you feel comfortable bringing up heavy topics such as mental health is truly admirable. For me personally, no longer calling art content has greatly improved my love of art. I no longer look at things as a stepping stone to just getting to the next thing. Everything has so much more emotional value to me. Now, I, uh, and I urge you boys to think about this too. I also personally find it lazy to lump all media forms under one banner, but that's just a whole different topic. TLDR, nothing in art feels special when it's all just content, and I believe the word is evil and should never be muttered by any human born fresh ever again. Happy New Year once more, here's to another excellent year for Jar. Great point. Um, yeah, Happy New Year. Um, I'm conflicted on this, because I'm like sick and tired of that word. Yeah, I guess when I've been saying it, what I would uh, more accurately be saying is media um yeah there's so much media yeah but also like like say netflix it it contains a lot of content like mm. it, it's whether it's art or not like it there's like it, it's just a, a descriptor yeah 
But the yeah, I've always disliked the term content creator. I've, I've never liked that. There's never been a good term for any of these things. It, um, YouTuber, bro. I would take YouTuber over content creator. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, it does it's sound very corporate. vague. It does, and it also does sound corporate. It's, yeah. It does sound yeah. like it is. It has come up, like, that term it was, like, spawned from a boardroom somewhere of, like, people, like, just being as yeah, cynical definitely. and, like, bottom line driven as possible. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like the observations there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something, um, like, appreciating appreciating stuff now is much harder like appreciating art like i i inherently have access to all like pretty much all albums being released across yeah. the world mm -hmm. because it's all on spotify so it's like I, I never have to like go and get it i never have to commit to that thing like 100 percent. i don't have to put it in my record player and commit to enjoying yeah. that and then you don't even feel obligated like in the same <clears throat> way if you bought went out and bought a disc from HMV, yeah yeah you're probably so, gonna you're more likely probably to listen to that yeah. than you would a new album that just released on spotify and it didn't grab you in the first five minutes mm -hmm. and then there's like my my gaming backlog where mm -hmm. it feels more like a task list than a yeah than things i want like i, I just want to spend time with and enjoy um and then like movies like i was just saying about netflix all the stuff on there and all these subscriptions i'm with yeah it feels like there's never been like more just stuff being made yeah um, yeah so like the filtering process is i don't know difficult it's just much harder for something to be special now mm -hmm. which is why like studios producers in any field are so nervous about making anything new it's so risky like they just saw the past week that um original netflix show um i can't remember what it's called 1922 or something like that um 1949 1949 yeah. um by the guys who made that show dark which is quite a respected like enjoyed show um been cancelled after one season um and netflix is notorious for that you get mm -hmm. onto these great ideas you know whether it be mindhunter uh that dark crystal thing so at a certain point, it's like training people to not get invested as well. Yeah. So what's the point if like there's a story being established and it's and there's a seventy percent chance it's not going to be continued, and the ones that like don't even need to be continued, like a Stranger Things or something, get a million just because it gets the most viewers. Um, yeah. 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 And they like need it the least. Yeah, interesting to think about. I'll tell you what is interesting to think about though. Um, LB Riches can. Uh, move us into this topic, one that's, I don't know, it's been brewing for a while. Hope they address arguably the biggest event of the year, the James FNAF controversy that is sweeping the nation. So, for those who are a bit behind on this this tale, this 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 gift box that keeps on giving. Oh, this is a dream come true for me, boys. <laughs> this is like, yeah. I don't even need to do the trolling anymore. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah it's you got beautiful. your worms out there. <laughs> digging tunnels <laughs> so uh somehow uh this has been explained in previous casts or whatever um the the the, the r slash fnaf subreddit has been infiltrated by jarlings and one of the mods i think or the main mod is a jarling who is kind of i don't know he's sown the seeds of jar like the banner is just 
all of Jar, um, and it's an extremely active subreddit. It's got like 20k people on it and growing by the day. People are posting on it constantly about like which which version of spring traps the funniest. You do it with like votes and stuff, but every now and again, like little things sneak through the cracks. I've compiled a bit of a list of like some of the recent chaos that has been going on because it's been going crazy to the point where I couldn't actually find what sparked this latest adventure going on over there, but it's something to do with a jarling is sowing these seeds, kind of s spreading this story that James is the true creator of FNAF and Scott Cawthorn, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually stole the idea from James. So, yeah, I compiled some of these recent posts and I thought it would be interesting <laughs> to, <laughs> to go through a couple of these. Um, yeah, let's do... Uh, I'll start with this one. Who TF is James? Um, who the f who the TF is James? Where TF is James? Who TF is James? I really can't tell if this whole James thing is a joke. Please tell me. Look, man, we can't give most of the info away because it's an ongoing legal battle. If we revel too much, then maybe we negatively affect it. Fact is that FNAF was James's idea. You'll hear much more about it soon. And then these poor... <laughs> Poor FNAF fans that get into their replies. Look up why FNAF was created. Then you might believe it's Scott who created FNAF. Mm. As a reply. Valid rebuttal. No, Scott didn't do it. That's the whole point. He stole it all. <laughs> STFU, I swear to God, you people are damn stupid. It literally has a behind the scenes things of Scott. Sure, buddy. Just keep believing what you want to stand stay blind. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, it's quite serious and Scott better have a damn good legal team <laughs> if you consider vicious theft from the true creator James a joke then yes it is Jim James S. Sterling never made FNAF he just called it scary and Scott made it a scary game someone replied to that we're talking about James parentheses Jordan House, who created the games but did not get any credit <laughs> because Scott stole the code. And someone replied to it just saying, Who? <laughs> <laughs> Some people still believe he's the FNAF creator when it was literally proven to be a hoax like three or four years ago. Source? <laughs> Is there a source that James exists? No. <laughs> uh, well, there's... <laughs> Well, the FNAF fandom is split. Let's look at this post. People still believe the lie that Scott made the FNAF series when, it, in actuality, James created FNAF. The Google Docs are out there. 4chan has exposed this, and Tucker Carlson even addressed it on Fox News two years ago. How are the sheep still not waking up to the truth? Head up, gooners. The real FNAF fans stick with the truth. Master Muncher out. Oh, this is from user... The master muncher. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love that. I love that these these comments. Are, I've got like an evil little black cat sitting yeah, on my lap. Like, creation slicing up your leg as we speak. I do. It's disgusting to me that people are trying to write this off as some inside joke to discredit it. I thought higher of this fandom, but I guess that was undeserved. <clears throat> it's, it trolling is just gaslighting. Yeah, it's, ga it's gaslight gatekeeper and then girl boss. Someone yeah. actually commented saying, who cares? 
where was that James for 10 years? Is it too late to come and say, yeah, I was robbed in 2011, so I want my games back? There is nothing he can do now. You, that's what you think. <laughs> but then you get, you get juicy, <laughs> you get juicy posts like, what does Pesadic mean? <laughs> <laughs> is it some so sort of inside FNAF joke? And what does the person Alex have to do with it? This subreddit is very confusing. Top comment on it with 34 upvotes. It's the original <laughs> the original name for Golden Freddy. Pisser being a reference to his colour. <laughs> Dick a reference to his original name. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gaslighting actual kids. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Uh, take the whole James thing more seriously. How, how, where did you find these? Because I did not... Because I know that some of them leaked out until the actual Five Nights at Freddy's subreddit the actual one not the fnaf <laughs> i'll snatch flaff i'll snatch flaff frankly i'm tired of this james stuff this subreddit seems to be full of these trolls who rudely deny that james is the original creator of the game he got ripped off and his code was stolen it is obvious it is time to do something about these trolls justice for james what do you say james what's what's your retort I was working really hard at the time. That's why the game seems to be pretty, like, you know, low effort and bad. It's just because I was an actual kid, you know? Yeah. yeah um, you my my coding cool. skills weren't the best. Mm -hmm. But well, I tried. They improved quite a lot by the time you got around to <laughs> s slash flaff. Yeah. Four. The, uh, I like it when people comment stuff like, I would, I would gladly accept that if you could actually give me some proofs. Someone replied saying, Literally just open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all trolling or not? Because everywhere I look, I can't find any proof of some dude named James making FNAF. How are you a FNAF fan and you don't know about James? <laughs> dude, stop spreading lies. The truth is everywhere. Tell me where to find the truth then. <laughs> everywhere. They literally just said. Looked it up on Google. Nothing about James came up, and it just said stop. Scott Cawthorn created FNAF. That's what they want you to believe. Oh my god, there's so many people asking for proof. Actual proof, please? It's as obvious as anything. There's nothing on the damn internet about James. Don't be a smartass. <laughs> Bitch, the goddamn article is proven to be fake, so is James. Oh yeah, some Jarlings were going as far as to, like, fake articles. And linking to them to try and... <laughs> <laughs> mm. Jesus Christ. It runs yeah. deep. If this is like an ARG, an actual ARG. Yeah, James they're making ARG. The, the FLAF ARG. Uh, then it's going to get so big that James is actually going to be You're going like, to release your own horror game. That will be the end of the ARG. Or I, I become like one of the animatronics in FNAF Oh Hall. my god, yeah. Some of them seem to be kind of... You know, catching on a little bit. I feel like this subreddit has gone downhill. I don't know what it is, but everything just feels plain to scroll through. Nothing really grabs me like it used to. Parentheses, okay, I sound like an idiot. I skip this subreddit sometimes when I'm scrolling through others. Just saying this and not criticizing anyone here as a person. <laughs> There's was one comment on it with minus four <laughs> downvotes. <laughs> <laughs> is it hacked, abandoned, or joking? Because I read Billy. I read the about and rules and it totally looks satire. It's not stopping people from posting them, man. 
You can't stop the FNAF fans. No. I'm just like, why would anyone, like, why would a FNAF fan ever join it? Like, why? Um, because maybe it's not about, uh, discovering en enjoyable FNAF content. Maybe it's about creating your own. And I guess it's 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 the underdog FNAF Reddit as well, because it's yeah, a huge yeah. one. Mm. There's like a 200 plus thousand. Yeah, so you find the real ones in the, yeah. the r slash FNAF. Having the conversations that need to be had instead mm -hmm. of, you know. But then but, but some of the James stuff has leaked onto the actual. <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we need. Joe Biden's going to be talking about it in a year. <laughs> Uh, five days ago, there was this post. <laughs> James is getting clawed in the ankle. <laughs> it was on my hands. I moved my hand. It's just like ankle. The <laughs> Beely. I think I just spoke to James. I saw a man working at a Walmart the other day who had James on his name tag, and I heard him say, I wouldn't be working here if Scott didn't steal my game code for the hit game Five oh Nights God. at Freddy's <laughs> under his breath when he saw my FNAF pin badge. So I asked him what happened and he said, Scott stole my game code for the hit game Five Nights at Freddy's. I cannot believe that Scott stole his code for the hit game Five Nights at Freddy's. Hashtag justice for James. Yeah. So uh, head over to r slash FNAF and join in the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone get in there. <laughs> Pile in. Woo! Yeah. I love I, I want to say I, I... You know, ever since I told that poo story on the cast, I have been having way more close calls. Really? Maybe it's like dra coded into your subconscious now. Well, yeah. It, my brain is like, well, you've done it once. You might as well crack on. Like, I've thought about that concept of, as well as like, if I had absolutely no inhibitions, um, and I was like, all I wanted to do was get fun stories to tell on a podcast, mm. how far would I be willing to go, you know? Yeah, but also how easy would it be? Yeah, there's also the option of just lying. Um, yeah, just but like, you, there's the, then there's, there's you don't no get those weight. Yeah, you don't get the sparks of like. You have to be like Joaquin Finn. You need to be like a proper good actor, you know. Yeah. To yeah. Come up with you and just start crying. Whereas if it's something crazy, you actually did. You can actually explain it a bit better. Yeah. Like, we've never lied about a story, Andrea. You did that once. <laughs> the dog in the the, the, yeah. the dog. The <laughs> dog, good, dog was... doing a really loud fart in my office. But the the thing is that wasn't completely untrue. No, nah, here we go. No, the dog, <laughs> the dog, the dog was actually in my office at that time. It was a huge golden retriever, and it did fart. But it obviously wasn't a quiet room. I just heard it and freaked out. So it did. Mm. It, 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 part of it is true. I just had to extend it, and that was a bet with Jamie anyway. Yeah, uh, we said that you, we made a joke about I, I can get make Alex believe anything I was saying, and I, I pulled that out of my arm, <laughs> and it worked. Just the other day, I was going up the stairs with Paisley and about four steps like each step had a little paisley fart with it <laughs> i don't know if it's just like a golden retriever thing because max would do yeah. the same is paisley not triggered by, by farts. farts she gets embarrassed no because this is the thing if 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 i fart or even gaius farts if i sniff gaius literally see like scream at me 
who get really aggressive and scream. Really? Yeah. So if I start, if I, if I, if there's like a nice candle burn, and I start sniffing, like he'll be in the other room and he'll just start howling at me because <laughs> he, because he's been like triggered to, to think it's his own fart. Well, if we're talking farts and and this kind of thing, and this creature is right here, Billy, big shit Billy, big <laughs> Billy, big big shit Billy. I realised how big her shits are recently because you know I looked after her for a bit. She does bigger shits than me. She does bigger. She shits does than bigger me. shits than me. I don't know what it is. She's like, I don't know. She she's quite a petite cat. Yeah, she's she's tiny. Like she is like the my two thighs. But like, yeah, you were here the other day, and I was like, what? Yep, yep. She's done one. Like it stinks up like two floors of the house. <laughs> yeah. Whenever she goes in her litter tray. Yeah, literally. When I came here to like feed her and stuff, it was just like, oh, she's done one. So I can smell it. It's just already like stanked out the yeah. whole house. And I would assume it was like from. You know, when she's on the hunt, like, getting stuff. But she hasn't been on the hunt for, like, ages. She's just been inside. She's been a house cat for, like, months. Well, she's eating and then just lounging and poo-pooing. <laughs> no, but this is the thing. How can her poos be that big when she's eating... Just like a sachet of, of goo. Yeah. It's like, the whole, it's like the whole thing just well, gets compressed into sh**. Because they're, yeah. not, they're not, like, um, just, like, loose and really fluffy. They're, like, actually dense f***s. So if you could impress one of those packets down, her poos are bigger than that. So I don't know where the... the she eats a lot of biscuits. <laughs> she does eat she a might lot. Ac you actually might need to start cutting down on the biscuit. Do you think so? Yeah, because well, she's, she's getting she's, too chunk. She's chunking up big time. She always chunks up in winter. That's a classic Billy move. Winter Billy, yeah. But um, the thing with those biscuits, if she's feeling them that day, she'll just sit and eat a bowl. The whole bowl. Mm. <laughs> Have you seen those videos of cats just like opening their mouths <laughs> and just like their whole mouth full of biscuits like, <laughs> in the bowl and they just close their mouth like squeezing like <laughs> no, there's that one that, that, that that's the only way the cat knows how to use is like <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I really don't associate cats with like biscuits yeah um, no, it's more of a dog thing in my mind I don't associate cats with like gluttony at all hmm but sometimes, like, when, when they're just that little bit more hungry, my God, does she go for it. And you can hear her eating from, like, mm -hmm. the other house. Yeah, because, like, a month back, she was, like, in my bedroom. Um, and her bowl of biscuits was on the ground. So at, like, three in the morning, four in the morning, you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> she, she sounds like um, Minecraft Steve eating yeah. a piece of pork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a loud eater. Even when she's eating the, the slop, the, the, the sachet slop, she is quite loud. Yeah, the midnight slop. Don't do that on me. Well, see you after these messages. <laughs> Bye, bear, bear. Bye, bear, bear. I do declare, yeah. bye, bear, bear. <laughs> bear, bear, shirts and mug available now. Check the description below. Open up your ears. Come on and let's live together for now and forever. It's a simple message that comes from the heart. Welcome to the second half of the Jarcast, where you can head over to the suggestion thread on r slash jarmedia and ask us any question you feel like, just like Mr. Tenma did. Which episode would you adapt into a $200 million blockbuster? 
What? 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 Which Jar episode? Oh my god, normal episode. Yeah. Stupid. Question. What would like? What would you like? Realistically, what would you do with that money? That um, we'll put like a green. We'll put like loads of monitors on the floor and in the background and just make it the same. Yeah, imagine episode. like a screen on the floor. Of Joe Rogan episodes. <laughs> loads of screens of different Joe no, Rogan. You know, episodes. like you know that dome that they make, like the Mandalorian. Yeah, but Joe mm. Rogan. Use that. Yeah, it could be like in. Joe but Rogan. we're like sat in front of ourselves. Watching and, and we can CGI youngify ourselves to look the way we did. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can spend all the budget on like deep faking um, ourselves. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We can. Yeah, we can add in like crazy clips to the normal and stuff. Yeah, get get celebrity guests, get some impersonators. Yeah, no, pay celebrities to be us. What mm. celebrity would you choose to be? You? Henry Cavill. <laughs> That's like the obvious fucking choice. Alex? Like for if this is the normal episode movie. Yeah. Hmm. Blonde actors. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling, Henry Cavill and um Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and who plays Billy? <laughs> no, we just we make Billy bigger. Have have like, like a panther, yeah, like a real panther. Yeah, you can have John Favreau. You can animate the uh, panther from uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jungle Book. <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> uh, please come to Dingle. Says, have you seen the Tweenies? And what's the strangest show you ever saw as a kid? Uh, Boobars. <laughs> Boobars were whack, dude. Did you ever see Boobars, James? You never watched I've Boobars. Seen... No, I'm not gonna say that. What were you going to say? <laughs> Is there like some crazy... <laughs> Boobars? <laughs> I've seen boobies. <laughs> um, Boobars? It, it was like something to do with like when you got home from school, if you got there early enough, Boobars yeah. was just ending. So you saw like the last few minutes of Boobars. Yeah. And I, I think... I think a, like a, a qualification for kids... Like baby shows, is to have like taken at least like five hallucinogenics. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, you've got to be a bit fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You've you've got to like have seen some some shit from another dimension. That's the thing about the Teletubbies. Like, why is the baby a son? Yeah, or the son a baby? I should say. Why is the best newspaper around a uh, sun in the sky in the Teletubbies universe? Yeah. It's, it's spitting all the truths. <laughs> Prince Harry is a cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your actual answer though, James? The strangest show you ever saw as a kid? Stranger Things? But I can't even say. Why is it? Because I, I didn't really deviate deep into like the cartoon world at that time. The boobars aren't cartoon, they're real. No, but I didn't. I, I've never. <laughs> they found them. <laughs> they discovered it's them. It's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know like what the boobars boobar are. are. You don't want to know, man. They're... I, I don't know, but I Half Life One was real, and on the border dimension, were boobars. Were boobars. Oh, those. Oh, shit, okay, oh, yeah, those. <laughs> Super Duper Sumos was weird as well, but we talked about that before. Wait, just let James and meet Booba. <laughs> <laughs> this 
This is just the intro. <laughs> it's like half an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> it's intercontinental ballistic missile. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really deranged. <laughs> what the actual is this? <laughs> the same shit, yeah, dude. It's, it's Australian. Of course, it's Australian. It's the boobars! It's the fucking boobars! <laughs> yeah, they're just native in the Australian outback. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's China! Oh, they're, they're worldly. <laughs> Why are the kids, like, hysterically saying? <laughs> like, oh, is this the intro? Is this really the intro? Yeah. What the? It doesn't establish fucking anything. <laughs> I hope it shows them. Intercontinental <laughs> ballistic boobo. I was not ready for that. <laughs> okay, that was. Okay. To so so those confused, like, go on YouTube, search Boobar intro, and go on the one uploaded by Dat Fuzzy Sheep. Just watch all of it, and you'll understand. I was. I, I really thought that I didn't. I was not expecting that at all. I'm not gonna say what it was either. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> no, no, this is. Uh, this is. <laughs> no, like genuinely, in terms of memes, there's nothing that f***s more than that unexpected. Yeah. That just is like the f***ing Toy Story one. Mm. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Whew. Wow. Yeah, so that's definitely my answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it going down like that. <laughs> what were you mentioning the super duper sumos? Yeah. Yeah, that Inch was weird. It was like the whole the whole butts <laughs> thing. Mm. They got butts. Yeah. Which I mean <laughs> isn't wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I remember our cousin was obsessed with In the Night Garden, which I found quite creepy. Oh, yeah. No, In the Night Garden was quite, like, weirdly creepy. The things, like, babies find soothing are, like, really creepy. As, like, Deranged. Yeah. yeah. They're like horror you, movies. You can, like, repurpose them for horror movies yeah. and they would be as FNAF. effective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you love Teletubbies. Me? As a, as a little baby. Mm. But Teletubbies wasn't that weird. It's pretty weird. You've seen the bear and the lion, I presume. No. You're joking. But you haven't seen bear and the lion, bro. We've no, talked. Everyone talks about how scary it is, but I didn't see it as a kid, so it's not that scary to me. No, but here's the thing: we've talked about this because I didn't watch like kids shows when I was growing up. I watched Top Gear. Is this why you're scared of bears? Oh, sh 
<laughs> it might be. Because this terrified you as a kid. I feel like it, a lot of kids from this era. I'm the bear. I'm the bear. With brown, fuzzy hair. It's, it's kind of got FNAF scariness to it. Yeah. No, that's With exactly what it is. It's the eyes. What were they thinking with this? It's creepy, man. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's quite cute. Is the lion scary? The lion is a bit more munted. Oh my god. Wait, would, would a bear beat a lion in a fight? Mm-mm. Well, speaking of like child childhood traumas, actually, I was thinking about this one. Um, I was I was telling someone the other day, um, like the reason I'm so scared of ET, hmm. um, the extraterrestrial. Our uh, our granddad, like, he moved to Wales and like lived in this. He lived in the top floor of this like crazy mansion. It was like a mansion. Um, it, it, like was it was a mansion. A, ma a mansion, like a really old Resident Evil ass mansion. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, in we're Wales. talking like. What was it? Four floors? Yeah, four or five floors. And maybe? then like three bedrooms on each floor. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely huge colossal. House. Huge. Cr so scary. And with like a basement, which just you don't see in the UK. Yeah. Massive place. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Just the creepiest environment. This like ancient decor. It was like super run down, like gas leaks and all sorts. Like <coughs> my granddad lived in the top floor of it. He like rented the top floor as like a flat type situation. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was like a young kid, uh, at the, on the very bottom floor, there was kind of like a living room with a TV set. And I was down there by myself watching like E.T., and everyone else went, like, went upstairs to, like, my granddad's flat. So it was, like, night in the dark watching the beginning of E.T., which, for those who haven't seen that movie, like, before you see E.T., there's this kind of suspenseful build-up mm. to, like, revealing him with the ball and the Reese's Pieces. Mm. Um, and I was, like, bricking it. I was, like, so scared. Um, I remember it so clearly, like, just being, like... So scared that I was like frozen, just like forced to watch ET, <laughs> until like one either mum or dad came down to check on me and saw me like just bricking it and like <laughs> turned it off and then took me up. But that was the reason uh, I didn't see uh, the Phantom Menace at the cinema because of an ET um, clip. Yeah, there was like this Spielberg like trailer thing before the Phantom Menace, and it it showed ET. And my dad had like taken me to see the Phantom Menace as like my first movie is like this big deal, but I got so scared of that intro thing that we had to leave. Oh my god! <laughs> but that big mansion, horrible house thing. My granddad just this Christmas, when we're talking to him about it, he was just like, "Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> do you know how many people have like killed themselves in that house?" No, there's it's like it, two or three people from that family that like it was it. it was owned by a family who had four kids. Yeah, that one was of it. them survived. One of them died of dysentery. <laughs> one of them hanged themselves in that house, and I can't. I think the other one shot themselves. Yeah. Um. 
So like, there was, like as a kid, like it was weird. Like you kind of pick this stuff up, and it's weird. There was something off about that place. It was horrible. Yeah, but also kind of like fascinating and cool. <clears throat> yeah, like quite exciting. And um, yeah, because there was this like there was this like old <coughs> barn like around yeah, where the, the owls site. were. Yeah, yeah, they had barn owls in in that barn, which is what made it cool. But like thinking about it, it's like a really creepy location. Yeah, I'd love to go back um, now, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's demolished. Really? I think so. Yeah, because they, they tried to, like, rent it out, I think, but, like, yeah, no but one wanted like, to go there. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And l when you say the middle of nowhere, like, actually, like, there was nothing around. Yeah, nothing. You it had was, to probably drive 20 minutes to get to, like, a shop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get some milk or whatever. Yeah. We never went there as adults. Um, no. Yeah. That's where Camera Zombies was made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should try and get a copy of that and share it. Well, yeah. Uh, Brian Deathscene says, My favourite James quote is, I'm an experienced man when it comes to diarrhoea. Is he still the mud maker of Jar? No. <clears throat> Who's the mud maker of Jar? I probably say it's either of you. It might be me. Why is it me? <coughs> right before we started you recording, we both did a poop and I was in and out. No, but I was just there longer because I had a spicy one. Because I had a wagamama lunch. That okay. that probably means that you are more of a diarrhea man. <laughs> it wasn't diarrhea, though. I haven't got diarrhea at the moment. I do I do relatively big shits. Like big or long? Like wide. Or do you mean, are we talking like, <laughs> are we talking like yeah. half a, a wall of toilet wall? No, like a, like a big spring roll from a Chinese. <laughs> you know, mm, I know exactly what you're saying, and I, I don't like that. Well, let's just say you know, it's, you know, there's you know, it's all the, what Johnny Knoxville said. It's like you're, you're never good at like under three wipes, right? Mm. You're never Some, good under three wipes. Yeah, you take you at least it's three wipes. You need at least three wipes to be clean, right? To be sure. But sometimes it's like forty or thirty. Yeah. After you've had your three Red Bulls and a, a donor. With yeah, that, that's more like a whole entire wall. <laughs> um, this is an interesting one from Leg27. Question. After all the questions you've been asked by the Jarlings, do you three have any questions you'd like to ask the Jarlings in return? Uh, nah. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want from us? What do you want? If what do you need... If, as a community, you could come together and, and choose one choose thing, choose one thing, what would it be? It would be Alex to um, get a mullet. Mm, no, I think it would be for you to get a mullet. Yeah, uh, I'm not getting a mullet. <clears throat> Alex would look best of it. That's a fact. That's an actual fact. You're pretty much there, bro. Just trim the sides. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the uh, the curl as curl as possible. I've never done it as an adult, and I feel like you know. Worth doing at least once. And your angel get easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. My hair. My hair situation is just what it is. Mm, it doesn't have to be that way. I used to think this way, like you. But then I opened Pandora's mullet. I. I. I once I've accomplished things in life, and I feel like I'm satisfied in one or two areas. I might pursue the hair path. But until then... <laughs> what? It's like a skill tree. Yeah. You've got to, like, mm. go all in on one first. What, like, yeah. benefits do you get once you go down the hair path? What, like, skills? Sex appeal. Okay, that is, yeah, that's it. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm still soft I'm still trepidatious because I still stand by most mullets I see look horrendous. There was this oh, it was like a, a month or two back. There was this like it must have been around like year nine or something. No way. So that's, around that's, that's, that kind that's, of age. that's the problem. Like in McDonald's. And yes. It was like, it was like oh No, my, I remember that, you you point out to me and I was like, yeah, Jesus, like that's that, an awful mullet. Yeah. He looked like his hairdresser had f***ed him up. It looked awful. It looked so f***ing bad. It looked awful. No, it's like you shouldn't be trying to attempt a mullet when you're that young. Like, come on. You need a bit of f***ing experience. I don't know, man. It's crazy. <clears throat> no, but you're the only man who can pull it off. The only man in the world. Yeah. Thanks, I appreciate that. Thoughts? <laughs> you got no more questions for the Jarlings, though? Um, <clears throat> how much money to give me a tickle tummy? Ooh, new goal, new patron goal. <laughs> yeah. I'm beanie. But, I'm, but this is like their patron goal. Like, I'll pay them for a tickle tummy. Man, it would be so good them. to just be like a dog, you know? Yeah. No, be a cat. Walk in, do a funny thing, and then be like... And yeah, you just, like, me. get a massage. Hey, bitch. If you had to be a cat or a dog, which would you be? Do I... Is, is the owner, like, good? Yeah. In both situations, they're the same owner. Yeah, like, you get to be Pays or Billy. Am I an indoor cat or, like, an outside one? Or like You both? get to choose. You're, yeah. I feel like maybe being an outside cat would be the answer. You got that yeah. freedom. Yeah. But also you've got guaranteed meal, which to you would be delicious. No, but you got hunt it, so it's stimulating your brain in ways that being inside won't. You're doing both though. Like mm -hmm. even if you have a bad hunt that day, you're going back and you're getting that lovely jelly gooey sachet. Yeah. <laughs> Salmon. And even then, like if that's not good enough, you just find another house that will probably just give you another yeah. sachet. Yeah. Cats have that freedom to just find new owners. They are, yeah. <coughs> they are infidelic. What? They're infidelic. Yeah. Boom boom. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, that being. They don't care really about the love you give because they will just go get it from someone else. Hey, bitch! I love you. New offer four zero nine zero says, "Hey, Mingers." Recently, I was re-watching an early episode of the cast, and one of the boys said that no game could ever be adapted to a film or a TV show. I personally don't agree with this, considering a lot of games nowadays are very story-oriented with little to no player input. Personally, I think The Wolf Among Us would have been a great adaptation along with some other games. Love the cast, bing bongs, and Alex officially got me hooked on Lego. Worst jar member. Thanks. A game, James. a game that's developed to be a game at its most gaming <clears throat> form cannot be adapted into a movie. We're not talking about The Last of Us because that's not a game for being a game. That's a movie making. That's a movie. That's a game trying to be a movie. It's different. In Devil Even May Cry can't like, be a movie. The pacing or of a Metal game. Gear Solid. The pacing of a game is designed to be good for gameplay, and the way they roll out story is designed to be good for gameplay, like to keep you engaged with the game. There's a different pace with a TV show. 
or a movie, you know? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> if I'm playing a game, like, uh, Breath of the Wild is a great example. <clears throat> mm, that would be um, a tough one to adapt. But, like, the, the story is terrible. It sucks. Yeah. Like, it, the cutscenes <clears throat> are, like, hilarious. Yeah, they? they're, they're embarrassingly bad. Um, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And it's it's just like a bit of context for the, the what stuff, you're doing in the game. The stuff you're doing in the game that you want to do because the game is so fun. Yeah, um, I I, know, I feel slightly. I feel like anything can be adapted. It's just that most of the time it's pointless. It's pointless. A bad idea, or oh. is difficult and requires a skill set that most people doing this do not have. That's probably why the majority of adaptations of things based that were originally games are bad. Um, sure, now we're getting the we are getting like Arcanes, we are getting Edge Runners, <coughs> we are getting this HBO Last of Us. Um, so there are actually more examples of like things potentially being a bit better. Yeah. But even then, like there's millions of caveats, like Arcane. Like it's, it's, so it's not loose. an adaptation. It's yeah. using like it's, it's like the world. The world. Yeah, because yeah, the Edge Runners isn't trying yeah. to be Cyberpunk yeah. twenty seventy four. It's and not trying well. to to be like Johnny Silverhand's like story. Mm. It's just like this is the world. Here's a, an anime yeah. movie. Fucking anime. That seems to be the way to do it. Yeah, it's just using the yeah. world that's been established through the game and what people like. But like stories like uh, games like Bioshock or yeah, <coughs> and game. The thing is, as well, is that often, like, a world is made so that they can tell the story they want to tell. Mm -hmm. It's like the world serves the story yeah. as much as vice versa. So it's mm. it's rare you actually get one, like, cyberpunk. Yeah, it's definitely where... a rarity. And I think you've said it before, where it's, like, annoying how they kind of feel the need, like... Almost like they feel like they're not good enough. Like it's not a complete IP until it has its movie or TV show. Yeah. It's like why, why can't Half Life just be a game? And that's mm -hmm. the best form it can possibly be in. It doesn't need to be in. Yeah, else. it just has to be in Free Guy. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the gravity gun. gravity gun and the portal gun. Yeah, but the portal gun didn't look right. No. Yeah, oh. I I just think it's more of a. As I was saying earlier, with like new IPs are so risky. What is what are the most valuable uh, intellectual properties at the moment in like pop culture and everyone's minds? I video games. They haven't been farmed for m movies and TV quite like other things have been. Um, so get ready because um, the floodgates are already open. Mm -hmm. Um, George is not okay says gerbils are better than hamsters all my life. I've had gerbils I've had a hamster as well, but gerbils are so incon Inconceivably better. It always confuses me Confused me growing up why they weren't more popular pets than hamsters They won't even sell you gerbils unless they're bought with at least one buddy gerbils have to be in groups and yet I take my three gerbils Over a single hamster. They're so friendly so sociable and also don't require tons of care either. They're the perfect pet for children also. They also do things like shit in one specific place and tidy their home themselves. <laughs> they like to live in a clean, organized cage, so they just do it. They're also way funnier as well and very cute. 
I get my three gerbils out all at once, shut my living room door, and just leave them to it sometimes. They are perfectly <laughs> intelligent and never harm themselves at all. They take care of each other as well, which is very sweet. Oh, and by the way, they're not nocturnal, so they actually sleep when you do. Camsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking very, really valid point, man. Yeah, that's very well read. I forgot. And very well read. You read that with a lot of like passion, mm. man. Like, I, it was George is not okay. Is like passion for gerbils is really <laughs> sparking something yeah. in there. <laughs> Do you know that hamster episode we did a few weeks back, yeah, and I yeah. did that like horrible thumbnail with that hamster. <laughs> oh like, my god! Yeah. There was like a comment or two that was just like, I hate when ones like this appear in my feed. It's just so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> awesome <laughs> kill bastard kill says hi jar was just watching a non-jar related podcast and heard one of the people use the term dibby in reference to a dibby either this means that dibby is catching on or it means the podcaster is a jar fan if the latter is true then this has big implications because the podcast is not only filmed in the yogs cast office but they also work for Yogs. Does this mean that the Yogs have officially infiltrated <laughs> Stage Way, Jar? KBK. <laughs> I went on it and I listened to it and it's real. What? It was like a Doctor Who podcast. Do you want me to look, should I show you? Well, we no, we we're expecting a check. White it. Post it. We are, you owe us royalties. That's our intellectual property, yeah? Man, I was I was just looking at the Yogscast channel the other day because um, there was some post on the subreddit or something about it. And I was just looking at how many like total views they have on that channel, and it's like two, three billion. Jesus, IHE is half a billion. <clears throat> I don't understand how something can have that many views. Yeah, let it's... alone what like a Mr. Beast or something like that has. Why is like a billion a billion is such a ridiculous number it, it like makes a million look tiny I missed the time code 504 I think boobies uh, boobies booby. the biggest Christmas toy of, of this year <laughs> well yeah I don't know mm. yeah is it is it so is it Doctor Who's answer to Grogu I kind of I mean Every show needs a dibby. Every yeah. show needs a little. Every show needs a dibby. What? Come on. Wait, is, Come it, is on. it a thing from a show from like that's called a dibby? Is it in? No. Bro, if, if you search dibby on Google, the second result is is jar. I'm pretty sure. Let me double. Let me fact check that. Let me make sure. What the. F uh, every show needs a Dibby mother of f***er. We've got our Dibby oh, I shouldn't here. have said that. Yeah, Dibby, Jar Media Wikia. There's unfortunately a song called Dibby Dibby Sound mm. from D DJ Fresh and J-Fay. Um, and Nick Cannon. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's something. Here's, here's a question though. Is Billy a Dibby? Cats kind of are dibbies. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know yeah, if Billy is. Look on the dibby. No. She's too fierce. She, no, but the, the dibbies can be aggressive. They can be powerful and threatening. Yeah. Like Pikachu's a dibby and Pikachu's got abilities. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he's not like vindictive. You're no, to be honest, I think Pika, Pikachu's yeah, no, no. This is no, no, no. You're wrong. Pikachu is the main character. Ash is the Dibby. <laughs> oh shit! That is that is a take. That's a hot take. though. That's the spicy take. Mm, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I I, I appreciate. No, no, that. no. Here's here's the thing. Could you could you see a Pokemon show without Pikachu? Uh, no. Could you see a Pokemon show without Ash? Uh, that's happening. Yeah, but yeah, he's got. They're he's retiring actually retiring Ash. Yeah, there you go. He won his championship, but then yeah, not absolutely. retiring Pikachu. Mm. Dibby Ash. Ash is a Dibby. Jesse and James are Dibbies. No. What's their Pokemon? Was it Mr. Mime? No, it was um Meowth. Oh yeah, Meowth. They like learn English. Hey, I'm Meowth. Hey, I'm Meowth, hey, I'm Meowth over, over here. here. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Mouth, it's, over here. Wasn't it voiced by uh, Tony Soprano? What? I yeah. thought it was um, Joe Pes Pesky. Pesky. <laughs> Pesky. Um. Oh, my ears. Huh. Hey, uh, I'm Mouth over here. Let's uh, penultimate this one from Revert to Monkey. Okay. <clears throat> hey, Alex. I had a similar response to everything, everywhere, all at once, and you hit the nail on the head saying that the villain of the movie is nihilism. You've said in the past that your mind works logically, and so when you have issues, it helps to learn as much as possible about the subject to deal with it. On the topic of nihilism and overcoming it, I found the myth of Sisyphus to be really helpful. While the actual character and his story come from the ancient Greeks, the French philosopher Albert Camus uses it as a framing device to explore hopelessness, helplessness, and the struggle of living, as well as the different responses people have to it. The ultimate conclusion is that Sisyphus must be happy, I don't claim to understand or actively believe everything he writes in the essay, but for me, it makes more than enough sense to give me some real peace in that area. Cheers. I'm rolling a rock up that hill. I'm rolling a rock for the god of the underworld. Mm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Sisyphus story. Yeah. Um, I liked it in Hades as well. Yeah, really she's, good. She's, really she cool was really cheer cheerful as well in that game yeah. as well. Yeah, because I, I think... That sort of is the moral of the story, mm -hmm. you know? He's like, just sort of, he's like, well, might as well get bulk. Yeah, might as well get back to it. Might as well bulk up. And he just starts, you know, Sigma male grind setting it. Make a deal with Sisyphus. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deal with Hades. Oh, Jeez. The second one looks good. Hades 2, yeah, I'm excited yeah, I'm sure for it. Well. I was thinking about that game earlier. Cause I, haven't, I haven't played it since finishing God of War. I haven't really played anything. Yeah, you need to finish bet. Dark Souls 3. No, um, no, 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 well, no. They're going to put a pause on that. No, yeah, you better put a pause on it because you've got a new f***ing king in town. Yeah, new baby bitch for you, bitch. And you ain't going to leave <laughs> once it grabs you. <laughs> You can explain what this new bee is. Huh. Everyone knows. Anyone who's been, um, who's got some nice dopamine in dopamine receptors knows what game we're talking. Well, about. they were in the group. We're talking chat. a game that gives you the dopamine on in, on drip. Yeah. You're on drip with that dopamine machine. You want to leave, but uh, you ain't leaving. Destiny Two. Episode, <laughs> episode nine. Dopamine machine. Mmm. Dopamine machine. Mm. Is anyone? 
who's a PC gamer has probably fallen victim to it at some point because you can't. Mm, you 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 have to in this civilization. We've got back yeah. into it again. Mm -hmm. Jim and, gifted me Civ on Steam, and you're gonna play it because it's it's the most fucking brain juicy jungle ever. Yeah, it's like the the genre of music jungle as a game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm gonna download it right away. <laughs> Because you're just like, oh, it's, it's 11 o'clock, I need to go to bed. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln's coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours later, it's like, let me just commit this last war crime. <laughs> 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 let me just drone strike this last innocent family. <laughs> wow, you're really selling me on it. <laughs> I'm hyped. You can build mechs and have What them. was the actual question, though? Something about making a deal with God or Sisyphus? I can't yeah, remember. Sisyphus. Dopamine uh, destruction. No, Sisyphus has figured out the dopamine drip. He has. And it's a Skinner Box if, game design. What? What? Uh, okay. okay, let's end on this one then from... Uh, Barnacle Summer. What do I do if I have a 45-minute wait at Swindon train station? D don't. Uh, just call it quits. <laughs> yeah, just don't bother. <laughs> yeah, no, except... You I had this happen to me a few weeks back. No, you didn't. I did. No. Why were you I in did. Swindon? Yeah, why were you at the train station? Because for some reason, the Chippenham station was... Like, you couldn't go there, so you had to go... It was when I... Yeah, it was when I went to Wales. You had to go all the way back to Swindon and then go to Chip. It was, like, a really weird... But I was stuck in Swindon. So I got... I went to get a coffee from a thing there. And I said, can I get flat white? And they went, do you want that small or large? Oh my god. And then I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's a flat white. It doesn't come in large. Of course that would happen in Swindon. Well, is, is, it, uh, is it not more about the ratios than it is the... The, the quantity. I've never seen that before, apart from that one place. Yeah, but is it normally not specifically every other coffee joint? Like, there's the sizes, and for a flat white, there's one. There's one option. It's a flat white. There can only be one. Do you not piss me off once? What? I was working in a hotel, right? We had, like, a menu of the coffees we do. Mm. Ain't no flat white anywhere to be seen. Everything's one size. And this mother walks up. This was like before everyone knew what a flat white was. <laughs> and I was like 18 and this mother was like, I'll have a flat white, thank you. And I was like, what, so you want a white coffee? And they were like, no, I want a flat white. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? <laughs> yeah, what is this, this intricate potion? Um, and then they, they just described it to me, and I was like, oh, right, you want a latte. So I made them a latte and put it down and was like, there's your flat white. And they were like, thank you. Just drank it. No complaint. They didn't even notice. No. Idiot. Actual idiot. Flat whites <laughs> are like... No, no, they're not idiot. I, I think if you're putting milk in coffee, you're a pussy -oting. So... Hmm. You know, Would, uh, when James was at mine for Halloween, for Halloween, we found this like coffee YouTuber. Oh my god, that the, the a ASMR coffee guy. There's this, there's this guy. He's got like 1.7 million subs from just coffee content. 
and he's like goes intricately into details how to make a really good fucking yeah. French press coffee mm. and it's actually it, yeah. like and then this guy's talking some sense and I'm, I'm mm. getting drawn into this coffee malarkey he's the kind of guy where like if you know you came into your house and you're like oh do you like a drink or whatever yeah I'll have a coffee you'd be like embarrassed to serve him whatever you had it would be like Horrible. No, he's clearly like really passionate about coffee and knows everything about it. Yeah. The thing is, I I can respect that to a degree. It's when it starts to infiltrate my beverage consumption. But it doesn't, though. I don't think it, it does. Because it, it can it probably does. change the way you make coffee, which will eventually make your coffee better for you. Like, you'd have nicer coffee by yeah, just following this guy. Like the French press video is the most simple thing. It's like, hmm. don't press the French press down. Just All leave way, it at the yeah, top. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone knows that. No, but he goes so far that he's like, make sure the water's filtered. Leave it for like 10 well, minutes. Yeah, leave I'm it sorry, 10 minutes. Have... Let it brew. Yeah, let like... it brew. But that's, that's not what coffee is for. Coffee is a tool. Man. No, that, that, this guy's, this you is where you change. You get your hammer out and then weigh it to be perfectly... You dead depends what you're making. No, if you're hammering a... a, a <laughs> into a... <laughs> He did this great video where he like, he ranked all of the instant coffees from every supermarket. He ranked them. He like, like he the, like the own brand. He poured ones. like the exact same amount into all these different like glasses, coded them, and then like went down through the all of them to find mm. the best one. What's the best one? Can't remember. You'll have to watch the video. He, his voice is really relaxing. Like it's like soothing, just like how the coffee process should be. Yeah. Like I've 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 considered it since I watched those videos when I use my mocha pot, mm-hmm. filtered water, the way I, I boil it is a bit different, and I, as soon as it's done, I move it to the side and let it I, I sit I let it sit, let it brew a little bit. Really good coffees. I make some really nice coffees now. But but my but, guy's got some facts. He's but there's, just talking there's, truth. It, it's the same with like enjoying wine and whiskey and certain foods. It's like, yeah, that it it gets to a point where the minute details of like improved flavor that I have to like tap into a part of my mind to discover these mm. these fresh aspects, where I I eat because I need to, and I yeah. drink coffee because I feel tired. But here's like yeah. a good kind of analogous thing. Recently, it was James's birthday. We went to this French restaurant. James and I shared this insane steak. A Chateaubriand. Absolutely d- delicious, Actually crazy. Insane. I've never, I've never had a, sh- a steak. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't prepared nutty. like that. I was like embarrassed. Like the the waiter comes out and this on this like wheelie thing, and, and they, they cut it. They, they cut slice it in front it. of you while you're sat there, like ding, ding, waiting for it to like <laughs> be put on your plate. There's that. Yeah. And then there's like. Getting a steak from a supermarket and doing it yourself, you know? Like, I don't... A lot, but, a lot of people would eat that steak and not notice the quality. You had to, I had but, to but, sit but, there and be but, like, but, okay, I understand the flavour, I understand the palate, I know what I'm looking for and how I eat this, and it was amazing. But what 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 are you saying when Both you Both are that? legitimate, but one is superior and better. It's like the, it's like yeah, so the utilitarian have, coffee versus... When I want to have a really nice coffee, I'm going to have someone else do it for me. But no, if you are if, making if want... a coffee every day, do you not want it to be better? 
Do you not want to? Do you not strive for improvement? No. But if, yeah, if that's I'm what I mean. If I'm drinking coffee at work, or if I feel groggy at like one p.m. and I make a coffee, it's not because I, I'm sitting this down where, to enjoy this thing. That's that's very different because the ca- coffee caffeine does nothing to me. I don't feel it, so I'm not drinking it to feel amazing. I'm drinking it for flavor. So I'd rather just, <laughs> I'd rather just enjoy the flavor no, of it. But th- that is a valid aspect. But I, what you're chasing, see, I, I'm an addict in every sense of the. Don't, word. Just why bother with coffee? Just buy a can of Red Bull or whatever. Just mm. buy a multi pack. It's easier because it's straight yeah, out. Of not the cheaper. Instant if coffee. You get a multi pack. No. Yeah, no. Instant coffee. I, I've had the same instant coffee thing for months. But that's because like, I, I've been drinking it not to enjoy a nice hot beverage. Like, how often do I have a hot, a hot beverage? You know? I f- It'll be like a 1% of the time you guys have a hot beverage. That's not too. An espresso shot is a hot beverage, and you do, you, you do that a lot. A, a, a tiny, minute percentage of what you guys consume. That's not I true. I guarantee it. No, it's true. You don't like tea and things like that. Yeah, because I'm I'm not a goddamn stereotype. I love tea. I love tea. I love green tea. I love Earl Grey, but I only drink them if I feel like I need them. You know, bit of ginger and makunga honey, <laughs> <laughs> Timon and Pumba honey. <laughs> what the f- are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. Bit of chamomile. I don't know if I've ever, I've ever had it. Yes, you chamomile. have. Chamomile's lovely. I don't believe I have. Uh, like I, if I, if I, I were to buy a um, like you know instant coffee ever from a supermarket, I ain't gonna drink it. But I, I, I ain't gonna drink it because that's bad but, coffee. But, it's garbage. But do you not like feeling the zing? I don't feel the zing. That's the thing. I don't feel. That's it. because you're not trying to feel the zing. Do you like the zing, Alex? I do love the Zing. My thing is that whenever I'm the at though. a coffee place, I'll order a flat white. But at home, mm. I'll only drink espressos. Well, at like, home, I'll drink like an but Americano. It, it depends on the coffee place as well. But I've got this like cringy like ranking list of like trying to find my favorite one. No, but the, yeah, that's a valid way. Hmm. That's valid. It's like what's valid? Having a list of like this place makes bad coffee. This makes good, good coffee. Like well, what's, what's zero. number one? Um, round here it is divine. To me, nothing comes close. You know? Mm. The majority of places now are chains. Yeah. And all their shit tastes like... If I get an, an Americano... Well, that's one of my favourite things. the same or no that, better than my instant coffee. That's what's cool. That's why I like have it like I've just decided that flat white's my one. So if I'm in a city, if I'm traveling somewhere, you whip open Google Maps, you search cafes by highest rated, and then you go and get a coffee from there and see how it ranks up. To yeah, there are some really good ones in cities. Like cities have like really weird, some lovely ones stuff. in Bristol. I had some nice ones in Wales when I was there recently. Um, nice ones in Bath. Yeah. Anywhere. When I went to Holt, some lovely ones there. I just hate enjoying Holt. things. Where's Holt? Holt. <laughs> what Holt are you referring to? The town of Holt. Where? In the UK. 
No, but where? You know, it's like that way or something. I, I drive <laughs> through Holt every day. Mm, not that one. Good, because that one's the shittest place in the you don't through Holt. I do. No, Holt is the worst. It's the worst paved town in Britain because it's about that long, and that much of it is bad roads. I'm talking about the one that's kind of near the ocean. Not the Holt I'm on about. Holt. It's like it kind of looks like the town from Hot Fuzz. It's, it's got where's that. Holt? Don't know. Outside Bradford and Avon. <laughs> I work in Bradford and Avon. I hate um, geography. I uh, geography is amazing. No, I. Uh, well, what do you mean? It's like I, I like just, knowing uh, things. It's like you book. like knowing where places are in relation to other places. Yep. I think it's really valuable, but we don't need it anymore. No, we do. We've no, we've like sorted it. No, we haven't. Or Google Maps. Yeah. Which is a, it's an external app you're using on your Apple phone when you could just use a Google phone and it'll be on the phone. Well, I could use Apple Maps or whatever, but... You don't. You don't want to risk using that. It might take you off a cliff edge or <laughs> Yeah. It might take me to... um. Yeah, I've heard of that. Well, somebody take it away. Be Rotten hell, bitch. <laughs> Rotten somewhere nice, lovely. <laughs> what the fuck? She's just the sitting fuck? there looking at you like, what bin?